0: Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Hey everybody, so we went super long with this salary cap draft. Surprise, surprise. One day I'll get my timing down. But because of this, we decided to make it into a two-part podcast. No worries. By the time you finish listening to this first part, the second one will already be in your feed. Thanks for listening and enjoy.
3: Here's Frank, Scott, Chris, and Adam.
0: Who's ready for a live Roto salary cap draft? Welcome in to Fantasy Baseball today. Frank Sample joined by Scott White and Chris Towers. Depending on when you are listening or watching this, happy Stone Cold Steve Austin Day, 316. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all that are out there. Live 5x5 rotisserie salary cap draft today with a standard $260 budget that we are playing out with some heavy hitters Obviously, Scott, Chris, and myself, RJ White, our manager, Tim McLeod, B-Don from Razzball, Nick Mimikos, hope I said that right, Garrett Atkins, David Doak, Chris Mitchell, and some guy named Adam Azer. I'm not really sure how he got in here. He's more of like heard a, of him. He's a fantasy football guy. Wait, what's that? Oh my good, goodness gracious! And now, welcoming to the podcast, wow. it is Adam! <laughs> what up, Mr. Azer? How you doing, buddy?
3: trying to find a player that hit like one home run last year because you said heavy hitters so I'm trying to be like well I'm this I'm Nick Madrigal hey,
2: oh yeah he yeah. didn't have a home run last year did he I, even better <laughs> <laughs> I you might have play. more muscle mass than Nick Madrigal actually <laughs> well, that's bad you guys call him a sleeper I
3: have no idea what I'm doing this I'm just gonna have fun I'm just gonna have fun. I've got a new acronym that I want to try uh after
0: TapHap AMC last year. And I just it's gonna have fun. I'm gonna wing it tonight. I'm gonna wing it. We are retiring Tap AMC today here on the podcast. And when we once I guess once you get one of the players of your new acronym, you can bring it up and, and let us know what it means. Describe it. And uh, that'll, I'm sure that will be everyone's strategy this year for salary cap drafts. Of course, Scott and Chris are here on the podcast as well. It's going to be a really fun one. If you are watching along, much like we did our head-to-head points mock draft last week, I will have my draft board up for everyone to see. So when I am nominating on a player, uh, when I am nominating a player or bidding on a player, you will be able to watch that live. And uh, see my process. See if I'm annoying with it. Do I wait until there's one second <laughs> left and then jump in on some bids, or uh, do I just kind of jump in and, and throw guys out at their uh, at what I think they're worth? We'll see. Before we it's, get, to- it's
1: gonna be it's gonna be warped by the fact we're podcasting live. Oh, it's gonna this, be right. A,
0: like it's gonna be. A it's a good
1: thing Adam is here to help fill the silence when you know <laughs> a couple of us have a good volley going. Right. I'm sure that's gonna be necessary.
3: I'm gonna ask you guys a lot of questions that I hopefully will help people, but. I've, been li- I, it's been weird to be on the other side because almost all of my knowledge comes from listening to the podcast. I've, I almost made it through all of the position previews. I didn't quite get to all of them, but I've been reading. I've been cramming. I feel like I'm ready to go. But you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to answer some questions for me. So hopefully, I think it'll be helpful for a lot of people who are not experts.
0: Hopefully, you learned something while listening to the position previews, Adam. Because I basically went back and listened to how you've done them in years past, and I just tried to model them after that. So I'm not I'll sure. Say- You guys were great, great, honestly. It was very helpful. Before we get to the actual salary cap draft, let's just quickly promote a few things. FBT listeners, we want you to compete with us in our bracket challenge game. Scott, Chris, and I will be in there, and we want you to join us as well. The link to join is cbssports.com slash FBT brackets, and the winner not only gets a $100 gift card to Paramount Plus, but an entry into our For the People Listener League, a 16-team head-to-head categories draft, That will, the winners of that will be announced next Thursday. So continue to send in your league submissions. Uh, We have appreciated those. Lots of really good ones so far. And who enters just one pool? If you're doing a bracket challenge, you can also create a group to compete against your friends and fill out your bracket for the chance to win a Nissan Rogue and a trip to the 2022 Final Four. You can play on the CBS Sports app, or again, you can join up against us. The link for that is is slash fbtbrackets. And just a quick reminder that our Fantasy Baseball Today Draft Prep Guide is free and is available now. Chris put a lot of hard work into it, and you can find all of our rankings, salary cap values. Draft Strategies, tiers, and so much more. The link for that is cbssports.com slash Draft Kit. Once you get to that page, just drop your email address in there and you'll get it in your inbox in no time. All righty, Scott. I think we are ready to fire this bad boy up. And I believe Mr. Azer has the first nomination.
3: Wow. You do, yeah. So I like to get some money off the board with a player that I don't want. A great player, absolutely, but not one of the first-rounders that I am targeting. I'm going to nominate Trey Turner. Uh, The default is $1. I'll just go ahead and put $20 in there and let people have at it. But uh, I'd rather have Trevor Story, so I'm going to let the market get set a little bit with Trey Turner. So here's a question.
2: Are we worried about Trey Turner's stolen bases if, in fact, he does bat second? Or third for the national. I was I'm supposed to ask I was gonna ask that question. Because right? <laughs> I've been thinking about this recently with you know the the talk of Victor Robles batting leadoff, and I, I think he probably will steal fewer bases if he doesn't bat leadoff. Agreed. But he may not bat second for even you know more than a couple of weeks.
0: And like so, Scott has said all along, just because Victor Robles is batting leadoff in the spring, it doesn't mean that he's going to stick there. They want that to be a thing. I th- think that as Trey Turner is growing into his power a little bit, they want him to be more of a run producer. So that's why they have him in the middle of that lineup. But if Victor Robles is not performing, that of course could change. If he stays, if uh, if Trey Turner stays batting third all year, I think it's probably going to be more of a 25 steal guy than the potential 30 or 35 plus that we have seen in years past. Well, we have a bit of a bidding war here. Trey Turner up to $43 already. Yeah, I've got an aggressive Oof. price on him. Uh, and
2: he like he's only $2 less than Ronald Cunha and Mookie Betts, who are my top values. Uh, but that was still pricier than, than my value for him.
0: Yeah, Scott and I both have Trey Turner at $37 based on standard 5x5 five five Roto salary cap values. And Chris has him up at 42 So Nick Mimikos yep. wins the first player on the board. Trey Turner yep. goes for $43. Scott White, it is your turn to nominate a player.
1: Ooh! Yeah. So I'm I'm nominating Kenley Jansen here. Tell us um, why. I'm trying to nominate a bunch of closers because I don't want to pay two dollars more than two dollars for any closer. If I don't get one for two dollars or less, I'm probably not going to get a closer. Um, don't hold me to that, by the way. But that's the goal. And so, you know, I think if I think if I nominate a bunch of closers that I know mm-hmm. will go for more than two dollars, hopefully I can. Drain enough money that I scare people away from bidding up the players I actually do want, and so Kenley Jansen's at nine dollars right now. Yeah, there's, yeah, with, just with, with, there's
2: always for- good values for closers in, in a salary cap draft.
0: Yeah, I was I was part of the bidding there. I bid eight dollars on Kenley Jansen. I want to get one of my top ten closers. Top, it was top twelve. I I'm a little more nervous about Craig Kimbrell based on how he's looked in the spring so far. I will admit that. So I wanted to get one of my top 10 and I have Kenley Jansen at $10 in my value. So I wasn't willing to go that far, but if I could have got him for eight, a bit of a discount there, I wasn't opposed to it. Who is nominating a mm-hmm. player? That would be RJ White and Cattell Marte. He throws out for $15. Mm. Chris Towers licking his lips here on the podcast. Hey, can I throw in a couple things
3: real quick? Go ahead. Uh, last year, so Trey Turner went for forty-three dollars. I think that's pretty good. Last year, Mike Trout and Ronald Acuna went for fifty-two, with a similar group of players. Not the same, same similar group of uh, drafters. Not the same group exactly, but very similar. Fifty-two each. Christian Yelich went for like forty-five. Those three players actually all went to donkey teeth. He got yeah. three. He got the three most expensive players, and I don't know if he didn't pay attention to the league. I'm not sure, but he came in like tenth. Uh, so I thought his team was so interesting when we did this last year. We've been doing this league for so long. Cattel Marte went for $21. Sorry, I'm talking too much. Uh, but that was one of the most aggressive...
1: Uh, he, he went studs and duds,
3: yeah. He went yeah. Ma- major studs. They got the three major players, studs, yeah. and it didn't work out for him. Uh, not to say that it can't, but I just thought people might want to know that. Ooh, Degrom.
0: So, Cattell Marte goes for twenty-one. Even the more aggressive Chris Towers has Cattell oh. Mar- Marte ranked higher than the rest of us. Uh, you have Cattell Marte at twenty-one dollars, and RJ White is actually the one who threw him out at fifteen dollars, and he won him for twenty-one. So that is a potential strategy: throwing out players that you want. Jacob Degrom is all the way up at fifty-two dollars, and the leading candidate to get him right now is Nick Mamikos, who also won Trey Turner. So could be going with a similar strategy there of. Paying up for some of those top tier players. This is the only format that you can do that, where you can get two first round players, and that's why. This is well, yeah, the
1: only like yeah, this method of disseminating players, right? Yeah. This no, is, so uh, Degrom goes for fifty four, and I, I had hoped one that the high end pitchers wouldn't <laughs> be <laughs> as inflated as we saw in the head to head points version of this, where we saw the big three all exceed fifty, and it like it made more sense in that format for a number of reasons. Uh, both because uh, because pitchers tend to be more valuable and because there are way fewer lineup spots to fill. So, you know, you can go a little crazy with the bidding without suffering too much later on. Well, you know, it, it, it's happened to Acuna now because Acuna is approaching 60 at this and, point. He's yeah. the one up now.
0: So this is what we talk about when, we, when we've when we done strategy podcasts and we talk about salary cap values. And there you go, Ronald Acuna goes for $57 to Tim McLeod. It's hard to just put a single price on what a player is worth, right? So people email in and they say, well, why don't you tell us how much this player is worth? We can tell you, but you have to be able to account for inflation. And that's something that we have mentioned before. You know, Scott has Ronald Acuna valued at $41. I have Acuna at 42 Chris has him at 44 He just went for $57. So what we know now is DeGrom and Acuna just went for way more than what we actually have them down for which means if you want top-tier players in this salary cap draft, you are going to have to spend more to get them than you expected. So just keep that in mind. Brandon Lau is now being uh, bid on, and he is up to $10 with Chris Mitchell, which actually seemed like a pretty good price. It's climbing back up now, $11, $12. I threw out Brandon Lau
2: just to see what the kind of you know, probably third or fourth tier players are going to go for. I have Brandon Lau as a fifteen dollar player. I'm not sure what you guys have him as, but seventeen uh, looks like he's going to go 14, 15 at least. So, okay, yeah, he's still climbing. Uh, no, no discounts so far, at least based on my valuations. Uh, Kenley Jansen, the closest thing to a discount. Um, so,
0: Scott, it's interesting. Scott, can you talk about how if all these players are going for more than we have them valued at. What is that going to do to the mid, the mid tier of players and and even some of those $1 players? I I feel like that's going to cause even better players to go for cheaper later on in this salary cap draft.
1: Yeah, that's, that is what's going to happen. There are only so many dollars to spend. We have our, our uh, salary cap values calibrated for 12 team leagues, $260 budgets, exactly what this is. So if, if, you got the high-end guys exceeding the cost by 5 to $10. Wow. Uh, you're you're going to see some real values with those middle tiers. And, you know, it's, it's going to be... Obviously, you want great players. They're the most likely to deliver great results and um, separate you from your competition. So it's going to be kind of a balancing act. How, how many can I go without in order to take advantage of what will probably be discounts later?
0: Well, time to change the strategy because pitcher number one on my list that I have here that I wrote down, Jacob Degrom or Garrett Cole for forty to forty-five dollars. Well, that didn't <laughs> happen. Garrett Cole just went for fifty-one, and now Shane Bieber is currently at fifty dollars. Yeah, and,
2: and it's crazy. just to you know provide some context when you're talking about the best players going five ten uh, in Garrett Cole's case, fifteen dollars more than I have him for. Uh, you only have $11 per spot, 11.3. So when you have one player who's, you know, going, who you spent $15 more than expected on, um, you know, that's going to shave basically almost a, a half or more than a half dollar off of your average for the rest of the team. Now so, th- you know, that's
0: just the kind of thing to keep in mind. It's a good point. Good point that you bring up there, Chris. And uh, this is an interesting player because Cody Bellinger gets thrown out here. Pretty early on in the salary cap draft, slated to make his spring training debut on Wednesday. We have not seen him play a game yet. Of course, coming back from shoulder surgery, which he suffered in the playoffs of last year, and he is currently up to $30. Zero discounts so far.
2: Kenley Jansen still the only player who's gone for less than my valuation. It's uh,
0: If this ends here, this is going to be good. Yeah, so that's, well, a, yeah, that, that's a very it good price. I him at it 30.
1: seems good relative to the prices we've seen, but I have Bellinger for thirty one, and you yeah, just want him for 30. thirty. So you know, like
0: that's not a discount. I, I, th- I, I think didn't want
1: him for more than thirty one. You know, <laughs>
0: I, I still yeah. think that based on the other players that are going to get pushed up in terms of their their values here, Cody Bellinger in comparison is going to wind up being a pretty good discount at that price. And I don't even like Bellinger. I've talked about that quite a bit, so. Uh, Adalberto Mondesi is now the player being bid on, and he is up to twenty six dollars. Let's see, twenty seven now, twenty eight for Chrissy Pooh, who has him everywhere. How high will he go? He is
2: one of my most rostered players so far. Oh, uh, man. Five out of my twelve leagues, I have him. One. One of them is a
0: head-to-head. Points. The mid-tier is going to go for so cheap. Yep. I need to.
2: I'm. I'm trying to remind myself to stay disciplined here. I let him go for thirty four. I have him for thirty one. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I'm just I'm just trying to it's always difficult to calibrate with other players, but I'm tr- I'm trying to remind myself yes, there are going to be discounts later, but I'm also trying to remind myself that like of the 23 players I'm bidding on here for my roster, chances are half of them are going to amount to basically nothing for me. I actually looked into this yeah. for last year. Last year I finished 2nd in this league, and of the of the 23 players I bid on, only 11 mounted to anything. Amounted right. to anything, yep. and only one mm-hmm. off my roster. The first place guy, Dan Richards. Uh, I, I looked at his roster too. Only 12 of the 23 players he bid on amounted to anything. I mean, I mean, the rest were basically droppable. Yeah. So uh, that's what we're looking at. Um, and that was only for a two month season, by the way. <laughs> that was only for a two month season. Half of our players ended up being discarded.
0: And there you go. I threw out Corey Seager on purpose because I wanted Scott to get involved. I was a little worried that you were talking there, Scott, and you weren't going to yeah, get your guy. Impressive. Bidding and talking and, and winning. All right. Yeah. So Corey
3: Seager. $6 Seeger.
1: more than I... I Seager was somebody I penciled in as my shortstop coming into this. I wanted him for 25 Um. I don't know. I may regret going $6 over, but... As I was saying, half my roster is probably going to get swapped out anyway, so I want to no. make sure I have some players I oh can my. depend on.
0: Who just someone just jump bid <laughs> Zach Gallon up to twenty five dollars, and is it's that not, is that too much for Zach Gallon? I would say that I am is
2: twenty one. Yeah, I'm for twenty four. So it's, there's some it's questions like about. Uh, I, I think there's been something in in recent days that you know his innings may be more limited than we thought. Um, I'll, I'll try to find where that came from.
0: Yo, Adam, what's going on, man? You're back up here to nominate. Well, got, I want Frank to get on the board here, so I might. Here's Manny Machado for ten. <laughs> He's not written down as one of the players I want, but I'll take him for twelve bucks. <laughs> Manny Machado currently going for twelve dollars. If I win him, sure. Uh, no, is it, is it just the shoulder with Bellinger? Because how is it like? In what world
3: is Alberto Mondesi more expensive than? Cody Bellinger, who was like a top five player, Alberto Mondesi could be, you know, over a full season because we saw him have a hot streak a couple of years ago at the beginning of the year
2: and then he ended up being a terrible hitter. So, my my thing with him, uh, and it's kind of similar to Keston Hero where like they've had really good streaks and they've had really bad streaks. But who Bellinger Uh, or Mondesi? No, Mondesi, Um, Uh, you know, because we've only really got like two seasons of Cody Bellinger and one of them was a 60 game season. Uh, And one of them, he only played like 109 games or whatever. So, you know, we really don't have much to go on. But if you just take what he's done across those two seasons, you're looking at like 90 runs, 80 RBI, 67 stolen bases, 15 home runs. I'm not saying he's going to do that, but if he does, he's probably a top 10 player in in Roto. Yeah. Especially if the number two guy in steals has 35, which is entirely possible. Right. If you have right, if he plays a full season, you
3: probably don't have to invest much in steals. I get that, but um, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of downside.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree. He's uh, he was the shortstop on the uh, boomer all boomer bus team for a piece I wrote last night. You know, we talked about that a couple days ago on the pod too. Um,
1: It's just it's just refreshing getting Mondesi and not really having to devote a single dollar to steals after that. You know. Because all the steals guys are going to be inflated beyond what they are even in a draft. And then with Bellinger, you asked about Bellinger specifically. I mean, it's it's not just the shoulder. That's pretty big on its own. He also wasn't that good last year. Uh, Not even second-round caliber. He also was making changes to his swing then. Uh, I think there's a lot now, of reasons people are nervous stopped, about Hollinger. Stop
3: making changes to your swing. He, he like he won the MVP and he started making changes to his. I swing. I know it was it, crazy. It, it
0: made no sense. It made absolutely no sense. the The thing that has worried me uh, a tad as well, Adam, outside of the shoulder, is the past in two of the past three years he struggled against left handed pitching, which I just don't like to see that from my first or second round pick. So that coupled with the shoulder injury, I think he could get off to a slow start. Might be sending some some Azer trade offers for Cody Bellinger early in early in the season if, if that is the case. Uh, let's catch people up on some of these prices that went finalized. Zach Allen goes for $25. Manny Machado went for $29, which seems like a pretty good buy when, yeah. when Corey Seager goes for 31. Edwin Diaz, another reliever off the board, he goes for $16. So there's only two relievers thus far. Diaz went for 16. Kenley Jansen went for nine. And Jose Ramirez goes to Chris. Chris, you now have two third basemen. You have Ramirez and Machado. Your your corner infield spot is filled up. Yeah, and
2: and that's you know sometimes you you do something while you're multitasking. And I saw him for 42, and I was like, look, I have him for 43, so I'll go. And it was only after that that I remembered I have Manny Machado. But look, <laughs> I have Manny Machado and Jose Ramirez on my team. I can't really complain that. Oh no, now I can't draft gene segura for four dollars you know like it's kind of it's not really something to actually be worried about
0: mookie bets is being bid on by i don't know adam adam's jumping in a little bit here i don't want mookie bets i uh
3: by the way i think i have to have a closer discussion here because god it's such a terrible position and and in this format with nine pitcher spots you you know typically you want like three closers That that might be Oh, uh, hold on! I want to see if I get Mookie bets. Forty nine bucks for Mookie bets. Going oh. one, going twice.
0: Azer is on the
3: board.
0: There he goes. Hooray. Mookie bets. Mookie bets for forty nine versus Ronald Acuna, who went for fifty seven.
3: Yeah, so. and Jose Ramirez, who went for forty three. So I think Jose Ramirez looks like a pretty good value there. But yeah, yeah. bets for a lot less than Acuna. I like that.
1: I'm into that. I was I was in on Ramirez for forty one, and then. Chris and that other guy got involved. So, so oh, Fernando Tatis gets nominated here straight away. Forty-two. I guess that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Should go close to a similar price to Mookie Betts. Maybe even exceed him. Currently at forty-five dollars for Fernando Tatis. Is he going to stay there? Ooh, he was about oh, to go for forty-five. Yeah, there you go. And then we see it. Jump I was up about a bit. to hit
2: forty-six. I'm glad I didn't because there was a. <laughs> I thought about it too. Multiple bids in there that would have driven it up to forty-nine if I was the last one.
0: I don't have a single oh. share of Fernando Tatis yet this season. Me neither. Which seems weird. I haven't been in the right spot in the draft yet. Yep. You Either basically
1: I. I. I don't have any. <laughs> I keep picking sixth or later, which basically means I'm getting Shane Bieber.
0: Shane Bieber, Scott, I don't know if you saw, but he allowed eight earned runs in spring training. So, I did see that. Yeah. So you should probably hey. never draft him again.
1: <laughs> oh, here, Ahmed comes- Rosario had three airs, which didn't help.
3: One of the guys in my acronym.
0: Okay. All right, Adam. Let's see. Walker Bueller thrown out. Uh,
3: 25 was too much for Gallon. And I know you guys don't love Bueller. Mm. So we all like him more than
2: Gallon, I'm pretty sure. He, right. Actually, I have him ranked behind Gallon in my, in my rankings. I've got him four spots over ahead of him in the overall. Let's see. Yeah, what well, popular is up to nightmare.
3: Bueller versus 29. Too inflated. Yeah, I'm not going to pass. I'm going to
1: pass the acronym throwing out the acronym. <laughs> what what is the acronym? Are you oh, not ready acronym. to reveal it?
3: Last year was Tap Hap, AMC, which was two aces plus hater and Paxton and more closers. Tap Hap, AMC. I wanted like he- big time strikeout guys, but only two or three of them. And then win saves, win ERA, win whip. Uh, this year it is what was the hell is it? Fam, <laughs> fab, AMC. Fab is spelled P H A B. It is Flar no Fab. Sorry, Fab.
1: <laughs> this is a great mnemonic device. Okay.
3: Fab, fam, AMC. AMC. That would be Flaherty and Bueller plus Hader and Morton. And more closers. <laughs> but already, already, it's out the window.
0: Uh, yeah, I was I was looking it up because you texted it to me today. So I was gonna I was gonna help you out there, but you you, you finally got it out. So it's
3: very Bad acronym to begin with.
0: Juan Soto is on the board right now for forty eight dollars. Now forty nine. So we were talking about
1: closers, Adam. You say and more closers. It feels like this is not the year oh. to. And more closers, anything.
3: I don't think it is. I think I'm going to try to get two of the top 10 or 12. So here's my, like, in all honesty, you got to be really committed to fantasy baseball. And I just don't know that I'm going to be the one putting in fab bids on Wednesday night when somebody gets a save. So I don't think I'm going to be able to play the waiver wire that well. I'd like to have two solid closers with job security when I leave this this, uh, salary cap tonight. So, but it's just a really bad year for that. So, I just don't think you can go with that strategy out of the gate. I think you can adjust to that strategy if you're good off waivers, where you know you try to win saves and ERA and whip by going with a relief pitcher heavy strategy. Um, but I don't think you, sh- you should really draft that way.
0: Let's catch people up a little bit here. Fernando Tatis went for $48, so $1 cheaper than Mookie Betts. That seems pretty nice for Tatis. Walker Bueller gets up over 30 bucks, 32 for Walker Buehler and then Juan Soto. I was in on the Soto bidding. So I'm going to have to adjust my strategy once again. All the players that I wanted. Juan Soto goes for 53. Clayton Kershaw as of now is being bid on. He is up to $26. Reminder, Ronald Acuña went for 57 if you're just comparing Soto versus Acuña. And Clayton Kershaw goes for $26. Who who would you guys rather have? Kershaw at 26 or Walker Buehler at 32? No, Kershaw. I
1: agree. I have Kershaw ranked ahead. So, yeah. Um, And that seems pretty reasonable for Kershaw. Yeah. Which is incurred. I actually have Kershaw going for 28. So, uh, maybe I should have bid on him. A (laughs) and B, uh, you know, other than the big three of Cole, Bieber, and DeGrom, I'm feeling more confident that these pitcher prices aren't going to be inflated the way they were in the head to head points version.
0: How much did Bieber wind up going for? Bieber went for 50 50 as well. So, yeah. I right, said, so Story, this is the guy that I wanted
3: when I, nominate, when I nominated Trey Turner. I did this with Story in mind. So I wanted to see. Turner went for 43. So don't bid me up, guys, but I would like to get Trevor's story. <laughs> I have a $38 bid in right now. Well, I, I want him too, Adam. So I can.
0: Well, and I sort of called him. I think kind of.
3: Yeah. I sort of called him here. So.
0: Oh, Mr. Azer, Azer and Scott, do we have ourselves a bit of a bidding war here? Forty-two.
1: I think you nah, should, Scott.
0: I think I don't think you should because I'll tell you why. Yeah,
2: <laughs> let's go.
3: What if he gets traded? He's not getting traded. Like we dealt with that every year with Arenado. He never got traded. Oh, wait. he did. get tra- <laughs> <laughs> So well, Scott I got story for the same amount as as uh, Turner, which doesn't make me feel great. But all right, whatever.
0: I like him. It's not terrible. You you've got to get your guys. You got to pay up, especially for those first round players. Adam had story originally at forty one. Scott did go to forty two, and then Mister Azer jumps back in with the forty three dollar bid. Now Brandon Woodruff. Is up for and, bidding,
1: and I genuinely would have taken him for forty-two. That was not bidding I have, up. You to don't tick off Adam or to deliver better content. I learned my lesson with Nando <laughs> yeah. a few years ago. I never bid <laughs> the up the player. People Jed up Jerko? Jed I Never Jerko. price force. <laughs> Jed Jerko Scott? Yeah, that was the 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 famous or the infamous Jed Jerko incident. Yeah,
0: Adam, you you have spent. Forty-three or more dollars on two players already. You have Mookie Betts and Trey Turner. Are you going with a little stars and scrubsy here? I'm not gonna have
3: another forty dollar player. So I'm not gonna go uh donkey teeth. But I, I think I think there's a lesson to be learned at what Scott said about how many players end up being, you know, pretty useless for your team. I had the probably the best hitting last year in this format, which is ironic because I thought I would do really well in in ERA and whip because I went with the relievers and I didn't at all. But my hitting was great. I had Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner and they basically carried me. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I'm going to be more like studs and duds and less balanced, but not not all in.
2: Bo oh, Bichette,
0: wow! I threw out because I don't really Good want Bo Bichette, and he is kind of a hype guy so I wanted to see how much he would go for and he's all the way up at $34, which is three more dollars than Scott spent on Corey Seager, and it is the same price that Alberto Mondesi went for. So based on ADP, there are people who like Bo enough to use a borderline second-round pick on him. It's not crazy. For those people who like Bo we wouldn't do it. We have basically been all over that. We've said that he's overvalued all along, but Bo goes for $34. But I'm- even then, a $34 player is more like a late first-rounder,
2: at least in my valuations. Carlos Carrasco is currently going for a dollar,
0: so (laughs) let's change that.
1: (laughs) He's not going for a dollar.
0: Carrasco up to 17, and he threw, I believe it was, an 18-pitch bullpen session, something like that. It was in the teens on uh, Tuesday, and he will pitch again, I believe, in the coming days. Carlos Carrasco dealing with some elbow inflammation, we don't know if he'll be ready for the start of the season, but the last we heard they asked him and he said, "Yeah, I'll be ready. No problem." Carrasco now at $24, so no discount here. And Scott doesn't care. He needs his pitching. And he's he's starting to get angsty. Right now, guys, I look well, at what's that, on this, starting to
2: sweat a little bit, his breathing's
1: getting heavier. <laughs> my my first grimace of the of the um draft here was actually Brandon Woodruff a couple picks ago at 27 just couldn't bring myself to go 28 on him even though I wanted a a $25 guy in that range you know I could have had it could have had gallon for that uh Kershaw would have had to be 27 Woodruff would have had to be 28 I get Carrasco for 25 it's there might be I don't know like a Flaherty or something for less than that and and then I'll regret it but you know you can't you can't always hold out for the perfect value. I think 25 relative to the 28 it could have been on Woodruff or the 27 on Kershaw. I'll take that because I really don't have any issues with Carrasco's elbow. I think he's fine.
3: Yeah, but, but right now as I look at this and with all the experience that I do this every year, and I'm seeing almost every player is going for more than we expected. So at some point there are going to be a lot of values and that's usually... Uh, to me, that's when you know the the Mike Mustakas or the the uh, Nick Castellanos of the world; those types of players. The it's not going to be Nick Castellanos. Uh, all right. Well, the guy who would go like a hundredth overall.
2: Yeah, Mustakas mm-hmm. maybe, but okay. I, the thing the thing about the way this year has gone is one, Nick Castellanos has never been a discount in any of the drafts that we've done. I don't yeah, think. we always like him, <laughs> um, and everybody in the industry likes him. Yeah. Um, and I would be surprised if there were very many pitcher values until you get to I would say probably outside the top 40
3: but it depends when they get nominated sure. so right now I'm not nominating anybody I want right now there's too much money on the board and I'm just I'm going to nominate players that I don't want and I'm going to hope that I'm lucky enough to get somebody that I want when they're when you get into this run where it's like oh I can't believe this guy went for this that happens every time you do a salary cap yeah. Uh, draft Yeah.
1: but um, I, I agree with Chris that yeah. for pitchers specifically it's, you know, you might you might see that from a Kevin Gosman or a Frankie Montas, somebody uh, just outside the top 40, but like a Carrasco or a, I don't know, a Lance Lynn, like they're going to go for the amount they're going to go for. And 25 for Carrasco, I have him for 23, so it's not even really um, a real overpay.
0: Francisco Lindor goes for $34, which seems like a great price when you compare him to Bo Bichette, who went for the same price, and also Adalberto Mondesi, who went for $34. So, really nice buy there on Lindor for RJ White. If you're watching at home, you saw Adam Azer doing a little fist pump action here. He wound up with... This is weird. I mean, he's fist pumping because he got the Indian seventh inning reliever, James Karinczak, for $13. Talk about it, Adam.
3: I, he's so... Well... I was listening to the relief pitcher podcast today, and that was like two weeks ago. But Scott seemed pretty convinced that he was going to be the closer. I feel like he's an elite. This is the thing he's an elite pitcher. And so even if he doesn't end up getting the saves, yeah. he's going to be so valuable in this format. And I will have to find out. I will have to get saves on the waiver wire. Uh, hopefully, I can do that. But I think Karen check, if he is the closer, I think he's a 20 dollar plus player or he's a 20ish dollar player and I got him for 13. I was I'm very happy about it.
2: But he might have more strikeouts than like Kyle Hendricks. This is he gonna, is he really not going to close?
1: Is that a thing? No, we don't, uh,
0: no, we, don't we don't know for sure. sure. We don't know that yeah, for sure. Yeah, they
1: they haven't announced. He's had a rough spring, a lot of walks, so that's kind of made me a little more nervous than I was 2 weeks ago. But I I I have yet to see anything indicating he's not the front runner.
0: Yeah, he walks guys. That's okay. Victor Victor Robles went for $14, which seems like a bit of an overpay for a middling player. uh, Someone who would go in that, you know, 150 ADP range. Mike Trout currently going for $46 to Chris Towers. Is anyone else going to jump in? Ooh, 47 for Garrett Atkins. Does Chris have another one in him? Does he? I don't know. Come on, Chris. Or do I? Whoa. (laughs) $50. $50 for Mike Trout. Right now. The
1: former Rockies third baseman Garrett Atkins just got a forty-eight
0: dollar oh, yeah. bid
2: placed on him. That, there there that somebody named Garrett Atkins. Every it, time there's there's I see him, draft. I think that. Every time I see him in our drafts or on, on the on Twitter.
0: Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Worn by players like Michael Harris to meet the demand of elite ball players, the New Balance Fuel Cell 4040 V7 is a versatile option. The 4040 V7 is built for the athlete who needs responsiveness and ability to cut and run at their full speed. Frankie. I'm on the board Frankie with Mike Trout. Result. So I actually wrote down, I wanted one of Trout or Juan Soto because I don't have a single share of either of those players and it seems like they were a little bit undervalued this year. Uh, Mike Trout, Mike, Mike Trout more than the other two being undervalued, uh, but 50 bucks, I didn't really get much of a discount on him. I think he was the fourth yeah. hitter to go for 50 plus there. Um, again, that is Mike Trout. So I had a bit he of a stretch. last of that tier.
2: Yeah, so you expect a, a little bit of inflation there, uh, uh, also.
0: Yeah, that was played very poorly by me. Freddie Freeman is currently up to thirty-seven. Now this is now this just oh, makes no, me. No, I gotta get it. Oh, this just makes me feel terrible because I just spent oh, fifty dollars on Mike Trout and Freddie Freeman goes for thirty-seven dollars. Oh come on! While everyone's snoozing over here. <laughs> oh gosh, that's a great right, buy. Right. Well, RJ's gonna be.
1: This shows that nobody really wants to get left out of stolen bases. Mm, like let's see. We, we may all agree that okay, Freddie Freeman's supposed to be a first rounder, but when we have to put our money where our mouth is, we'd rather pay up for guys that are gonna deliver stolen bases. That's how you I get know. Victor Robles going for fourteen and Freeman going for thirty seven.
3: I well, I have story and bets. If I didn't have one of them. I absolutely would have been heavier on I just I just figured I was sitting out Freeman because I said I'm not getting another forty dollar player. I can't believe he didn't go for
0: yeah forty. RJ got two values there in uh Francisco Lindor for thirty four and, and Freddie Freeman with thirty seven. And sometimes I almost feel like that's the better way to go into a salary cap draft. Just just bargain hunt, see who's going for cheaper than they should. And you I mean your team might turn out awesome. Oscar Mercado Chris, for a Chris. buck is a Chris. Yeah. Dollar bid there, Chris. Sneaky. Let's see. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. I don't, yeah,
2: I don't, I don't Oscar even like Mercado's,
1: Trevor Bauer. But, yeah, I tried to put in a bid there, and it yeah, froze me something out. Going so we're going to have the, to redo that.
2: Yeah, Oscar Mercado's a player I, I really like. I think he's going to play pretty much every day for Cleveland. I know I, they're trying out Ahmed Rosario in the outfield, or, well, Eddie Rosario and Ahmed Rosario. Um, but my guess is Oscar Mercado plays pretty much every day. And this was a guy who was a top 150 pick this time last year. I still think he can be a 15-15 guy. So, you know, one thing I do like to do if I can early on in the draft is get a couple of those dollar guys early um, who I like just to kind of have that certainty baked in. So, you know, it's I I understand nobody else likes Oscar Mercado. but Would you uh, have gone three if someone had gone two? No, no. I thought about putting him out for two, but I figured the way, like, I can draft him with my last pick every single time. Um, so I, I figured nobody was going to go to, especially you, not this early. You know what? I, I,
1: I thought um, with Ahmed Rosario, them trying him out in center, like yesterday I thought, okay, this is bad news for Oscar Mercado. But then Ahmed Rosario makes three errors today. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's going to work out for, for them. Yeah.
0: Trevor Bauer goes for $35. Who was the last starting pitcher that went before him? Carlos Carrasco went for 25. Woodruff went for 27. What's interesting
1: about um, that Bauer for 35. RJ RJ White jumped the bid from uh, 30 to 35. But, you know, I might have gone 31-32 on Bauer, but 35 (sighs) was just
0: just too far. Why why yeah. you got to do that Scott? You know, I was about to get myself a little Anthony Rendon for for 20. You know what? No, I'm not no, I'm not going to let you bully me out. I'm Scott, I know that you,
3: I know you love Rendon and Bregman. Is that more a points league thing or is that
1: all across the board? Uh that's all across the board. I mean, they're even better in points, but they're even cheaper in points because of all the pitchers pushing them down. But and they're not cheaper hitters, are they? I would think no no they're probably not cheaper among hitters and
2: but I don't think they really get pushed up the way they probably should you know I think it? Bregman there's just the concerns about his hamstring I and mean, he just played in a game I think today for the first time due to a hamstring injury that he had in January so you know with the way those those can linger I, I think it's He's been discounted in a way that I think makes sense for the most part.
0: So, so, Anthony Rendon, you wound up with Anthony Rendon for $27, Scott, which seems like a pretty good value. Oh, a little a little host battle here. Is that what we're doing, Adam? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, Adam and I were bidding on Carlos Correa, who is now up to $13, which I have him at $16. Uh, Scott has him at 14 Chris has him at 11. So this is probably around the range that Carlos Correa should go for. I've never been a Correa guy. I think I bashed you last year, Adam. I've been off him forever. But this is actually the lowest he's going in ADP and the cheapest he's going in salary cap drafts. He's entering a contract year. 26 years old. I can get behind Carlos Correa having a potential massive season here at his lowest cost ever. So I actually like, uh, like getting Correa at that price. Stalling Marte is currently being bid on. And he is up to seventeen dollars. Scott, would you did you talk about your Anthony Rendon for twenty seven dollars?
1: I didn't. Uh, I I had hoped to get a first round caliber base dealer, so obviously not just a pure base dealer, but an across the board guy. I'd hope to get one of those, whether it was Jose Ramirez or Trevor Story. I'd hope to get one for around forty dollars. There is still one out there, Christian Yelich, but at this point, I'm not confident at all. I can get him for forty dollars, so I'm disseminating those forty dollars. Uh, to some of like the the next rung down the ladder, which includes guys like Anthony Rendon, and uh, you know I'll probably be able to split those forty dollars into to two high end, if not super elite type hitters.
0: Speaking of Christian Yelich, let's throw him out here at thirty bucks. Get some more get some more money off the board. Starling Marte goes for twenty four dollars. Someone that can help you in that steals department. A potential twenty twenty bat there. I have him for $23. What happened with Yelich last year? So a a big reason that he blamed was not having the in-game video, Adam, which many hitters blamed JD Martinez, Javier Baez. Those hitters will have in-game video this year. And he was coming back from an injury where he fractured his kneecap. I mean, it's not really an easy injury to come back from. He did that late in the season back in 2019. So I think you couple those things together and and you kind of give Christian Yelich the benefit of the doubt. Um, he made harder contact than ever before. It was just the strikeouts were were up like we've never seen before. Oh,
2: come on, Adam. And I think <laughs> did
1: I just,
3: Chris
0: <laughs> hates somebody jumping in at the last second. That is just like, like bidding rating to him. You
1: didn't
2: need to make a decision. Just bid. You know who Christian Yelich is.
3: I was listening to Frank. He convinced me. Oh, it, like he was the ten seconds that it took for me to make that that was off right by no, that's, that's, that's my third forty dollar plus player. So I totally so, lied. So you lied I, to us. I got excited. I got excited. I was like, I kind of want to try this. I think Yelich, if he can bounce back, he's he's arguably the most valuable player. If he can get back to his, his previous form, he's, he could be the number one player in this format. He's, in a, he's incredible. Yeah, I agree.
2: You should have let me have him. <laughs> Why didn't you go 44 there? Because I, I was frustrated out of spite. I'm gonna have ter- the rest of my team
3: is gonna be terrible. Geez, I have three players: forty, forty-three for Story, forty-three for Yelich, forty-nine for Betts.
2: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but you yeah, have three of my top ten players or top yeah, eleven. I have,
3: top I have to spend yeah.
2: like I have to spend at
3: least thirty bucks on Gary Sanchez. So,
1: <laughs> I, <have>
3: to, <laughs> I mean,
1: if if you're not Maybe the divided divide person. It if you're not the sort of person that's going to play the waiver wire, Adam, as you yeah. were suggesting earlier, then studs and duds like that, stars and scrubs, whatever Back. you want to call it, probably not the way to go. Oh, not the uh, way to go? No, I, not the way to go. No, Because you're, you're relying... <laughs> yeah, you just scrubs, cycle through those stu- duds. Stars and scrubs I, I'll, works. I'll, I'll,
3: I will play the waiver wire to a degree. I'm not going to be as good as I usually... I'm not going to be as active. But, you, you know, what you said about how less than half of the players that you got last year and you're in the salary cap right. auction uh, sorry the salary cap bidding um, yeah so I'm thinking if I just have
1: we're droppable basically we're droppable five, over the course of two months
3: if I have four or five great players that anchor my lineup then I don't have to be that good on the waiver wire
0: we're currently um, bidding on Kent Maeda should I, bid Scott, should I bid Scott up he's at $24 you don't hmm. know if I
1: bid again Frank
0: you probably would, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you have him anyway at twenty four dollars. I don't want to get. I, was, not that I, I wasn't
1: I going to. You would have you would have gotten made it for twenty five.
0: It's not a terrible um, price for him. Corbin Burns was the player before that went for twenty two, and I I let out a sigh when that happened because I don't have. So basically, what I'm doing for the salary cap draft is trying to get a bunch of guys that I don't have any shares of yet. And Corbin Burns is a fun player, and I don't have him anywhere. And I was looking to get him for that eighteen to twenty dollar range. Mm-hmm but Burns went for 22 so a little bit over what I was willing to pay for him uh, and then Scott sneaks in there with Kentmeida for 24. I believe you now have two pitchers, right Scott? You have Kentmeida at 24 and Carlos Carrasco at 25? That is correct. And you Darvish is currently being bid on. He is up to $28. 29. I mean, Chris, you're not allowed to have you Darvish because he's a good pitcher.
2: I have had several good pitchers <laughs> on my teams. Hey,
3: sorry. listen. If can I just say, if there's one thing I want to accomplish now, I have to do that to Chris at least one more time. Beat him, outbid him at the last. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. I, I, you know, I kind of whiffed on the button, Chris. So it took like an extra second for me to get. Oh, to get okay.
0: You Darvish goes off the board for $33. Trevor Bauer went for 35. So, I think those two pitchers are in a tier, a similar tier. So, getting Darvish for a few bucks cheaper than You Darvish uh, is uh, I think a pretty a pretty good buy there at 33. Aaron Hicks.
1: This is this <laughs> is ridiculous. See, this, there's no way there's no way Hicks would go for $4 like he is right now if if yeah. he got nominated during the end game. Exactly. You know, right. That's just that's just one of those you throw anybody out who's you know, worth starting. And they're, they're going to get bid up for some strange reason.
0: This is another so, one. And, and I
1: like Hicks. I say that as somebody who likes Hicks. I just I, I just know they are going to be comparable players for Jeeper later uh, during the end game.
0: And Jared Kelnick, prospect for the Seattle Mariners, gets thrown out for $1. And very similar to Aaron Hicks, is already up to $4, $5. I do know that Tim McLeod is a, a prospect guy. So he's probably looking to land him there to $6 for Kelnick, so a very similar situation. And this is, I think, a good lesson for people who are, if you're trying to sneak players by, someone, some players that are, have a little bit of hype to them in spring training, even Aaron Hicks, he's been getting hyped up a little bit on podcasts. We've talked to him a, a little bit about him here and there. If you throw him out in the middle of his cap draft, when there's still money on the table, he's going to go for more than he should. Jared Kelnick winds up going for $7. If that happens later on, he's a $1, maybe a $2 player. So, that's what's happening right now as we are still in the early part of this salary cap draft. And Bryce Harper, my man, is <laughs> currently thrown out. And he is uh, he's up to 29 bucks.
1: He goes for 35 That's my prediction.
0: 35 Will it be to me? Yep. I don't know. What do you think, Scott? Should I bid on him? Get in there. Eh, Lindor went <laughs> for 34 I do like Bryce Harper. He's not part of the plan that I have written down here. He's already up to thirty-five. Will he exceed Scott's prediction? Going once, going twice. Look at this guy! Oh, oh I was about Greg to say Lathrop the uh, the crystal ball. Scott White. By,
1: almost. By the way, with, with Harper now at thirty-seven, like I have him for thirty-one. So even even still, these high-end guys are going for uh, this. In this case, six dollars more, five to ten dollars more.
0: Um. And what I have them for, Cody and Bellinger. When it when it happened, I said it. I thought he was going to be a great discount at thirty dollars, and I like Harper more than Bellinger. Do I like Harper seven dollars more than Bellinger? No, but you can't you can't predict that at the time, and that's why so much is timing based in a draft like this. So Bellinger gets thrown out early. People who really don't know about the health. You get him at a bit of a discount there, and Chris throws a Byron Buxton for five bucks. Hmm.
1: No, what was the thinking there, Chris? Because I know you really, really want
2: Byron Buxton. I was hoping I could just get him at five. No, that, I know nobody likes him like th- I do. Th- that was never going to happen. seeing what
1: happened with Hicks and Kelnick?
2: Right, but, you know, there's only one other guy
0: bidding so far.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Is and he worth five bucks? No, he's definitely not worth nine. <laughs> I have him for 15. I'm just kidding, Chris.
2: <laughs> so according to Chris... But yes. I think Buxton is one of the most undervalued players right now.
0: I have him, I actually, I have, I have him exactly for nine dollars. So that is that is, a, six. that is a fair price. Scott <laughs> is lower on Buxton. Obviously, Chris yeah. is the highest, and, and I'm somewhere in between. So, Max Scherzer, an interesting one because he has looked lights out in the spring, and I think that that is going to cause his ADP to rise a little bit. And I, I am predicting that he will go for close to thirty five dollars here. I think he will. I think he will go for a similar amount as Trevor Bauer. We'll see where that stops at. He's currently up to 31. Chris has Max Scherzer as his SP4 overall. That's really where the rankings begin at starting pitcher this year. There's a there's a very yes. clear top three and then you ask Chris, he says Max Scherzer is his SP4. Scott has Bauer and I have Aaron Nola as my SP4. So I was close. Uh, Max Scherzer goes for $33. How do you feel about that price, Chris?
2: It's more than I have him for, but I'm thrilled with it given the, the prices and given how much I like Max Scherzer. Um, yeah, you know, He made it through last season without any back or neck issues, which is the thing we're concerned about. Obviously, he's 36, so we're also concerned about that. But the velocity was fine. The swing strike rates were fine. Most of the underlying numbers, except really for the walk rate, was fine. Um, and given the small sample size and given the fact that Scherzer's never had issues with walks you know, since he broke out, uh, I, I don't really have any concerns about that. I think he's... Uh, You know, like you said, he's my number four SP. I think he's going to be awesome. I I think, you know, Scherzer is a pillar of my uh, starting pitcher strategy this year.
0: The thing that scares me most about Scherzer, obviously, the age, he's 36, has dealt with some injuries. It doesn't scare Chris as much, but, you know, obviously, the older you are, he has had some recurring things. I think it makes it more likely for those things to come back and rear their ugly head for Max Scherzer. And the past couple of years, he has allowed harder contact. The Babbitt has been up. The batting average against, he's allowing more hits. Again, that is Max Scherzer. So um, I think that there's a chance that he can completely bottom out this year. And I also realize sure. it can make me look completely foolish and finish as the top five starting pitchers. So. He
2: could absolutely bottom out. He's 36 years old. Yep. He's much, much closer to his last major league pitch than his first. Jake, but,
3: can we talk about this guy here? Because I have really no idea what to make of him. Can <laughs> I bid $2 on him? Because, oh, damn it, I just bid 3 I did not mean to do that. Jake Cronenworth was a $5 player. You know what I like about Jake Cronenworth? He is eligible at first second and short. So, yep. is he good? I just got him for
0: $3. So, I think he's a good player to have. Okay. I have Jake yeah. Cronenworth as a $1 player.
1: I mean, he was he w- way underperformed his expected stats last year. Um and yet I don't totally buy that there's hidden power in there. But he could hit for average. He could steal some bases. Like he could just be kind of a handy multi eligible kind of not hurt you in anything kind of player. Uh, you're know, probably going to pick up outfield eligibility too.
2: I would guess. Oh, nice. And He's Smith... been, uh, so far, at least it's been, uh, mostly, um, jerks and profile filling in for Trent Grisham with, uh, Cronenworth mostly playing the infield. So, um, but I think it's possible he does get outfield eligibility. One thing that's been really interesting that I noticed, at least over the last two weeks, ha Young Kim has not played a position except for shortstop. Obviously, that is a position on the Padres that doesn't allow for much playing time. So, you know, he was someone who we thought like Lindor, like like Profar and like Cronenworth could be a, a super utility guy. And they've talked about him that way, but they haven't been using him that way. Speaking well, of I never Tr- bid two on him, by the way,
3: it, I unfortunately bid at the same time as someone and got him for three. Just want to say that.
0: Speaking of Trent Grisham, he is dealing with that hamstring injury, so I threw him out right now to see what his price would go for, and he is already up to ten dollars, and now he's up to eleven. Let's see what I have him priced out as
2: because I could be. In- I would guess you have him as close to a twenty-dollar player, right? I, uh, I'm
0: sure I do. Have him at twenty-one bucks. Yeah, I'm at twelve. How much are you worried about the uh, this this injury here for Trent Grisham? Should he go for less than this? Oh, he's up to fifteen dollars. Scott in an intense bidding war. Sixteen dollars for Trent Grisham. I am not. I mean, going Frank, to I'm just going
2: to go ahead and say it. You're a coward. No,
0: no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. No. no. I'll take you like it. him. He's not part of the plan, dude. I have a plan, but for him you won't here. bid on like, him. Dude, You're he's a coward. He's part of the plan. The definition of a coward, Chris. He's I, part I, of the plan, dude.
1: It sounds like he's going to be ready for opening day, even with that hamstring injury. Uh, you know, presumably it'll be a short absence if he isn't. And like the way steals are being pushed up in this, uh, I'll take Grisham for sixteen. That's two dollars less than I had marked him down for. I did grimace earlier uh, at. Uh, At TJ, uh, sorry, DJ Lemayhu went for twenty-seven dollars a few picks ago, which was the same amount I bought. um, I bought Anthony Rendon for. It was hard not to go up twenty-eight for Lemayhu, knowing I spent the the twenty-seven on Rendon because you know, I'd rather have Lemayhu than Rendon, and I have that extra money to spend since I didn't get that forty-dollar play. That's that's one that's going to gnaw at me until. Until I fill that money some other way. Because that may have been the best way to fill it. Who knows?
0: Not excited about that one. It just went down. Aaron Nola goes for $33, who I do have as my SP4, as I mentioned. And I was looking to get in. I was in on the bidding there. 33 It's a little bit more than I would like to spend on him. I, I'm yeah. probably going to just wind up with no players because I only have Mike Trout on my team. So, <laughs>
1: it's good times. I wanted Bauer or Darvish or Nola or Scherzer... Or Giolito, who's still out there. I, I'd hope to get one for about 30. And, you know, I'd, I'd actually hope to get two for about 30. Clearly, that's not going to happen. And so I still, like, Maeda is looking like my ace right now. Not super comfortable with that. Um,
3: I think Maeda felt, felt to me like one of the m- most overrated. When I just looked at ADP, the most o- overrated player I, it, it, he was never as good as he was last year, which was two months against some of the easiest competition in the world. I couldn't believe his ADP.
0: He also he made some tangible changes last year. Adam changed his pitch mix, um, stopped throwing. He threw his fastball twelve percent less than ever before. He used a slider and his changeup more. It was a really good off speed pitches for him. So I, I get what you're saying. You know, people have made the same argument against Zach Polisag and Shane Bieber that they, you know, obviously faced the American League Central, and there were lots of good matchups there. They also faced the National League Central. So I think I think those are reasonable arguments against. But I kind of just think Kintomayet yeah. is awesome. We There's also, nothing-
2: I'm sorry, Chris, go ahead. Yeah, we also don't know like whether he'll be a 160 inning pitcher or a 180 inning pitcher, uh, and we've never seen him. Yeah, I don't think he's thrown more than 135 innings in a major league season. So, you know, that's, I I have questions just, you know, I don't think he'll be as good as last season, but that's, I I think that sort of goes without saying, and I don't think there's anybody who really disagrees. Um, But I also have questions about, you know, what Kenta Maeda looks like 140 innings into a season, just because we haven't seen it. He could be awesome. Stars um, and
0: scrubs.
3: Well, I got Hader and Karinchak now. So, uh, kind of, you know, looking for the elite pitchers here for for
1: about the same amount, too, right? Hader, you took for 17 just now.
0: Karinchak or Karinchak? Karinchak. Karinchak for 13. So, you spent a combined $30 on setup relievers, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> nah. Josh, Josh Hader is going to be the closer as long as he is uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers of course Devin Williams is there and he is awesome um, yeah, Josh Hader ultimately goes for $17 and another one Nick Senzel where if you I think later on in the in the salary cap draft he's, he's going to go for he's going to go for pretty cheap and now he goes for $8 so. I like Senzel
2: that makes me feel so much better about Byron Buxton for 9 Yeah I agree with you there
0: Although maybe I should say something mean to you since you called me a coward.
2: I mean, you know, you got to go for the guys for, for your guys. Um, you're last- you know who's
3: going to love his team, by the way, at the end of this? Frank. Frank has so much money left <laughs> and he's going to get everyone he likes. He's going to get every sleeper, every breakout he likes. He's going to so. get like a top 10 player at almost every position. You're going
0: to be in great shape. I don't think so, Adam. I, I think I actually played this very poorly this is, this is the downside of coming into this with a plan, right? So a lot of the players that I have written down that I want have not gone yet. But that means if people know that they're the best players available and usually those players get pushed up a little bit in price. When they're the last player in a tier, they're going to go for a little bit more than they probably should. So I don't know that I necessarily... <laughs> what, what just happened? Scott just like... <laughs> that was a
1: great facial expression. That was terrific. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Glass now went for 20, which is only $1 than I'd mark him down for. Um, <laughs> and like, the thing is, I just don't want Tyler Glass now, but I want more good starting pitchers. And like,
2: how um, many left Scott?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm really anxious about not going 21 on Glass now, even though I don't really want him. Chris, I, don't, I worry about the durability. Oh, and
0: <laughs> Chris, oh, you almost got shit. caught there, dude. <laughs> I know you don't like Arenado. Someone jump bid him, and then you wound up with yeah. Because uh, he was,
2: going, I was going to bid at seven. I have him as a fifteen dollars player. Even as my utility, I'd be
0: thrilled. I was about with to that, s-
2: uh, and then someone jump bid to fifteen, and I <laughs> I got stuck with the sixteen dollars bid. That's
0: right. You got to pay attention. Bad, don't worry. I want it. You got to pay attention during. Like sometimes oh. people just jump bid, and then you could get you could get stuck with a player oh. that you don't want. And. No. No one, mm-hmm. Nolan Arenado goes for $19. Who's making all those groaning sounds? I can't tell. That's me. It's me. I it's, don't... Is that a good price? Is that... Well,
1: again, Anthony Rendon for 27 and I felt good about that. Nolan Aronado for 19
3: <laughs> Now we're seeing some values here. This, exactly. Hopefully there are still some players that you love. And what I would do is I would nominate some of the best players available right now and get... Not everybody's going to be a bargain, but get uh, you know Lucas Giolito or whatever off the board. That someone you don't want the best player left because people are starting to get a little thrifty here. Also, Frank, you might—I don't know—you might want to explain the jump bid thing to people who haven't done sure. this or don't know what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. So basically, when there's a a player that is going for much cheaper than he should, for example, Nolan Arenado, we were just talking about people were slowly bidding on him five, six dollars, and then someone. Entered in and you can do this on CBS in their draft room, you can enter in your bid. So they went from a six dollar bid to a fifteen dollar bid. So that's called a jump bid when you jump, you know, multiple dollars at once. And Chris was just bidding because he thought it was going to be a six dollar bid, but that's why he he accidentally bid sixteen because someone jumped bid there on Nolan Arenado. So just pay attention um when someone is doing something like that. Steven Strasburg for twenty two bucks, Adam. You know he's out for the year, right? <laughs> not no, yet. I'm just
1: <laughs>
3: but- <laughs> uh By the way, yeah, and just to, on the jump bid thing, the, there's a button that is offer $1 more than the current bid. So that is the default. You hit the button, you, it's $1 more. So just, I don't know if you said that, but yeah. yeah, for people who have not done this, it's a little bit intimidating. It's, it's weird, but it's pretty easy to pick up on. It doesn't take long. I remember my first one was this league, and I had no idea what I was doing. I ended up with, I think, Albert Pujols. And Alex Rodriguez, and I was like, "Yeah." And my team was terrible.
2: So, <laughs> so um, come on. So far, I'm keeping track of all the players and comparing them to my values. Um, there has only been one pitcher, actually two pitchers, who have not who have gone for less than one dollar more than the value I have them for. So basically, like I have him for twenty five, he went for twenty six.
3: Okay. I, can I guess? Uh, sure.
2: Kershaw? Yep. And Glass now? No. Oh. Okay. No. It's uh, Kenley Jansen, actually. Oh, that, that's not fair. Who I don't have
0: a <laughs> ton of interest in myself. So I wound up spending $35 on G Leto, And this is what I was talking about, Adam, where th- he's the last player in a tier. Yes, I still have money left, but I knew he was going to go for more money than he should have and that's why I wind up overpaying there. And I would say that I, I have overpaid for both of the players I have at this point. I got Trout for $50, and I have Lucas Gilito at 35 uh, I stopped bidding on Aaron at 33 So I don't feel great about that. Kershaw, in hindsight, looks like he was a, a really good value for the, what was it, $26 yeah. he went for? Yeah, $26. Yeah, yeah I like that. Right, let, let me give you some key advice here, okay? Go ahead. Never host and draft.
3: A league that you're playing out—it's it's, a really bad idea. It's a
1: Especially mess. a salary
3: cap league—that is brutal, man. So you're luckily this is not a—we're not paying it. Or this is not a pay league. But don't, yeah, don't host and draft. Very, very difficult.
0: Yep, it's fair advice. Definitely fair advice. Marcel Zuna goes for twenty-five dollars. Um, so let's compare him to another player that goes in that third, fourth round range. Well, Lance Lynn was twenty-five. Lance Lynn was twenty-five. <laughs> Usually a, f- usually a fourth round player. So yeah, that that probably makes sense for Ozuna to go for around that price. Yeah, he I'll was. Say. He's the first.
2: Ozuna the first player that I've gotten who was more than my uh, auction va- or salary value, but um, it was only two dollars more. So I, I think that's okay. Actually, Scherzer was also more, but he's a pitcher, so it doesn't. That's what happens.
0: There we go. So, We're on the board again. I get Tommy Pham for ten bucks.
1: So, you got Giolito for 35 just a couple of picks ago, Frank. Yep. That was another one that I had hoped to get for around 30. Since they all, all the others were gone, I was in at 34, but 36 was just, I wasn't willing to go there. Chris got Marcelo Zuna for 25 right after that, which is about, about,
2: about chalk, I would say, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have him for 23. I'm sure you guys have him for right around the same range.
0: Yeah. 40-year-old Nelson Cruz, who just continues to get it done, is currently going for $12, which, as usual, seems like a very fair value for Nelson Cruz. Uh, yeah, I've been on Tommy Fam at $10. I've mentioned I do like him quite a bit when he's healthy, if he's healthy, of course. Hopefully, he can stay on the field. He's dealt with so many different ailments the past couple of years. Uh, but I have him priced at $11 in my auction values, and I wind up getting him for 10 And I do like him quite a bit more than Buxton, who, who Chris paid $9 for, so... I like that as well. Who do we want to throw out here? Who do you guys want? Um hmm. Who do you want, Bruce, Adam? Bruce oh, 13. oh, I just saw I, someone that Adam wants. Here we go. Oh, no, don't do it. Here's the big boy. <laughs> Aaron Judge. I think, I mean, I'm pretty much out on this range.
3: I've got $70 left, and I have one, two, three, I have seven players. Maybe
1: so. you should just host, Adam. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't
3: think I have... $20 players left on my roster except for some starting pitchers. So I'm going to have to really go easy on the hitting because I have Story, yellowish and Betts.
0: Well, that seems like a great buy, too. I don't even like Judge, but he goes for $18. Yeah. I, I, ha-
1: I mark him at 21, so it's not as great as my stomach was telling me, but still pretty good. 18 for Aaron Judge. It's... Yeah, this is this is this is tough. This stretch, a lot of a, a lot of anxiety over here right now. If you can't tell,
0: yeah. How is that stomach feeling? It's
2: how always how Scott does in salary cap drafts. It's always the first like hour and a half, he's just miserable. He can't <laughs> hold on to his mouse because his hands are so sweaty. Uh, and then by the end, he's like, "Oh no, I like my team."
0: Uh, Eugenio Suarez currently going for. $15, $16 now to Scott. Scott is buying in a little bit more. I think, Chris, you have had some influence there. And he is up well, to... He's about to be a shortstop. So he's about to cool. be a short... He did... He, he played shortstop on Tuesday, right? In spring training? Uh, he did. Oh, well, yeah, that, that and, game has not happened yet. It is a night game. And we are oh, recording okay. this earlier than usual. So once that starts, yet. I will let everyone know.
1: Okay, so Eugenio Suarez, I get him for eighteen. That that gives me a little bit of a reprieve for Nolan Arenado. Oh, it could have had him at twenty, you know. Um, and I like it. Having read more about the situation, it sounds like they actually want Suarez as their shortstop at least on a semi regular basis, you know. Um, so I really think he's going to pick up eligibility there, and that might come in handy later on. I already have a third baseman. I already have a shortstop too, Seager and Rendon, but, you know, there's another corner infield spot to fill, and if it comes to it, there's another middle infield spot to fill.
0: Dylan Bundy is currently being bid on. He is up to $12, and this is exactly that range that we were talking about earlier, that 180p range. Bundy right now is, his ADP on Fantasy Pros is 110, so uh, he goes. Oh, not yet. Scott is still bidding. Yeah, on this him. is this is not
2: a a discount.
0: This is
3: Scott. He was in Scott's bus column. That's why I
2: nominated him.
3: And now Scott's going to get him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's this all about?
0: <laughs> Scott's going to bid on every starting pitcher. <laughs> oh man, fifteen to Scott. Fifteen dollars for Dylan Bundy. How are you feeling, Scott?
1: Um. Okay. I don't like that you guys are like. <laughs> laughing at me. That makes me feel a little worse, but...
0: <laughs> we're, we're laughing with you. Come on, Scott. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to allocate those $30 that I now won't be spending on a starting pitcher. And it seems like I should break it into more starting pitchers. Adam, how and much do you... I think when Bus 3.0 comes out, I'm going to take Bundy out of it.
0: He's been dropping in ADP, and we spoke about that. I mean, we we I didn't like Dylan Bundy as much when he was going inside the top 100 picks. There were drafts where I saw him going at, at pick 90. I don't like I don't love that, but now he's dropping down to like 110, 120 in some drafts that I'm seeing. Fifteen dollars is probably a little bit more than I want to spend on him, but I mean, he's your cutoff, Scott. He's five of the top 35, and currently you have you have three of those pitchers, right?
1: Yes, I have I have Maeda, Carrasco, and Bundy.
0: And a roll this Chapman goes for $13. Adam got Josh Hader at Jack for thirteen and uh
3: Hader for seventeen.
0: Okay, so Chapman goes for the same price as James track. What are we doing here? Come on, RJ. I mean, RJ White throws out Chris Paddock for fourteen. He's trying to sneak one on by there. What are we come on, man? What are we doing? Oh my gosh. Hey, Paddock's up to twenty now. This is and I, I rank Bundy ahead, so well, I, I, I would, might be the only
1: one who does, I, but nonetheless.
0: I would say you probably got to fix the rankings, Scott, but no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am notoriously higher on Chris Paddock than everyone else. I had him written down here. I probably should have just bid there anyway. What I have him written down for? 15 to 18. I could have went up to, to 20. He it was for 21. So if people are buying in on, on Paddock, you know, the Paddock that we saw as a rookie, mid-3 ZRA, almost strikeout branding, a really good whip, then he, he's probably going to be worth that. But... As of now, that is um, that is more than where he's actually been drafted in in recent drafts. Zach Wheeler thrown out at eight dollars. Adam, how you doing, man? How, how's how's fantasy yeah, football going?
3: Mess- I sent you a text message, Frank. Did you get it?
0: I don't. I, yeah, I'm not as I'm not as uh, nonchalant as you when hosting. I, I don't really I don't really check check my and phone. And I sent you a Slack message
2: too. I've been really trying. Yeah, you can't message Frank while the podcast is going on.
0: I just, this is all the attention, man. There's nothing else. I'm all right. I'm, you know, I, I'm
3: nervous about, I was nervous about this draft. And then I was like, that's ah, just fantasy sports. Who cares? You know, let's just have fun. But this is not, this is going to be, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough <laughs> league for me. Like Zach Wheeler went for 18. I don't know really anything about Zach Wheeler. You know, I mean,
2: he's been so up and down. He's been so inconsistent. How can you trust Zach Wheeler? He's kind of viewed, ironically, as like a boring innings eater type now. Um, He's gone, what, 190-plus innings 2018, 2019, and he was among the league leaders last season. Uh, But he was a very different pitcher last season than we've ever seen before from him. He was a ground ball, low strikeout guy
0: last year. Whoa, Jose Abreu. That's an MVP candidate if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I don't like ground ball those strikeouts, guys.
3: Those are not my favorite players.
0: I think the strikeouts are going to bounce back for... Right. For... Um, for Wheeler. For Zach Wheeler. His swinging strike rate was actually higher last year than it has ever been before. Meanwhile, his K per nine was under seven or something, so that just seems a little wonky. So, it seems like he pitched a little bit more to, con- uh, to contact, but... I think, uh, I think he can get back up to like the K to, uh, 8K per 9 kind of range. Jose Abreu goes for $21, and I'm sure I have him for more than that.
3: There was zero chance I was taking Jose Abreu. Yeah,
0: I have Abreu <laughs> at $24, but I have a plan for first base. I think I probably got to get away from this plan. I don't know what's going on. I have no Here's players. The, <laughs> the first baseman I
3: want is definitely the first baseman that everybody, <laughs> I mean, all of you want as well. So there's just no way I'm getting him. <laughs> Is that true, Josh um, Bell? No.
0: Whoa, no. whoa, whoa! No name dropping. Come on.
3: No, I'll say. I mean, I, I. It's Matt Olson. I know you guys love Matt Olson. How, how do you I'm feel? I'm the about, only one who loves Matt Olson. Yeah, I don't I mean, want Matt Olson. Oh, really? I like. I like, I like, like Matt. Olson. A Matt Olson, Nick Madrigal combo.
2: Does that make sense to pair the two? Uh, you might get 37 home nine? runs from them.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but you'd get you get the batting average and the yeah. power
1: combined, you know, or Pete of Pete Alonzo. Yeah, they kind of cancel out each other's weaknesses, is what
3: you're yeah.
2: saying. Yes, um, exactly. Is that something I would prefer if it was Pete Alonzo and Nick Madrigal. You'll pay more for that, probably. But yeah, that's I, I, I
1: kinda I kinda yeah. think Olson and, and Alonzo are basically the same. And if 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 they had their if they had their chalk season to use that word again it would look about the same. Um, I don't think Chris agrees with me on that, but that's that's how I size up those two. Oh,
2: Jeez. this is
0: killing me. How much? I, was, I mean, we, we've uh, never
2: seen Pete Alonzo play as poorly as we've seen Matt Olson play last season, and we've never seen Matt Olson play as well as Pete Alonzo did in 2019. So I, I just...
1: That's you know. true, but we thought Alonzo overachieved then, and we thought Olson underachieved last year, and...
2: You know. Right,
0: but I also think Olsen overachieved in
2: 2019.
0: Jack Flaherty just went for $31. So, Adam, I think you already have to develop a new acronym because you didn't get any of the players that you need.
3: Yeah. It, <laughs> well, I got no, I got Hater, and there's still Charlie Morton, and maybe I'll throw James Paxton back in. I don't know, but no, 31 for Flaherty. I was hoping he'd be like 25. I was foolish, but... I really wanted him. He had one terrible start that inflated his ERA. Other than that one bad start, he had like a 314 ERA. He's going to have a lot of strikeouts. I I still think he could be an ace, a real ace.
0: I like Flaherty too. I, I didn't like him as much heading into last year because I, I thought that second half that he had in 2019 was just so unsustainable. But the underlying numbers last year were actually better than they were in his breakout 2019 season. So... I know it was, what, seven or eight starts that he made, so it wasn't much, and it was just a weird season overall for all the Cardinals. They had so many COVID concerns. So you kind of give Jack Flaherty the benefit of the doubt. He's ranked inside my top 10 starting pitchers.